This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The Minutia Men Celebrity Interview is up next, but first... Take a listen to this other fine Opie show. On the next Back to You podcast with me, Howard Sudbury, and my longtime friend and co-host, Steve Baskerville, you will hear Steve's personal and emotional stories about growing up as a black man in America. His message is powerful and hopeful. There will never be a more important episode of Back to You. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Back to You, an Opie show, only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved a better place. Radiomisfits.com. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview with Rick Kempfer and Dave Stern. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview with Rick and Dave. Okay, we uh, have. Uh, special guest on the phone uh, talking to us live from I believe uh, from inside his vehicle <laughs> in in a Modern parking technology. lot in uh, at his uh, at his restaurant in Tampa Florida is that correct that, that is true, although I wish we had, like, a better thing to say. Like, maybe I'm, like, on a spaceship or something cool. But <laughs> How do you pronounce your last name, Shane? Obazinski. Obazinski. All right. Now, there you, you, go. you may not know the name uh, Shane Obazinski right off the top of your head, but uh, he was in an iconic movie. One of my favorite baseball movies of all time. It came out in 1993, and the movie was The Sandlot. And, and to me... And I, I don't know how you feel about this, Shane, but I, I think the, the long-term appeal of that movie is the way that it captured summertime in your childhood. The the way it was when we were kids. You just went out there and you just played ball all summer, whether it was baseball or whatever sport you played. But for, for us, it happened to also be baseball. And, yeah, and it just kind of captures the whole feel of the camaraderie of the kids and how important that was. And was yeah. do you have anything like that in your childhood or, or were you not really one of those kids that did that? See, I was uh, I started doing acting when I was like three years old. So I was homeschooled my whole life. Okay. I uh, I had friends on the street, and we would play kickball and dodgeball. Okay. And never did the baseball thing. So that's and, similar. Uh, that's similar. Yeah, not bad. And uh, so I, I can relate to it, you know, just in the aspect of getting with your friends and, and you know going out until the street lights come on, until you hear your mom's voice yelling at you to get home. And so, so from that aspect, yeah, it, it, it was very similar to, to my raising. But I think one of the reasons that the movie has lasted so long as being, you know, a part of history and, and people love it so much is because it's what they grew up with. Like, mm-hmm. like you guys said, it's exactly what you guys did. And a lot of people, you know, our age and older, I mean, that's how it was. And the director says it better than anyone. He goes, that's, that's how it was and that's how it still should be. Yeah, no iPods, no texting, you know, any of that crap. When when you were playing kickball, did anyone ever say, you kick ball like a girl? (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 I guess I'm thankful for that. Um, You know, you played a great character in the movie, Tommy Repeat, and you're the little brother that always repeats everything what the big brother says, right? The Colossus of Clout. (laughs) Are are you a little brother? I mean, uh, I'm not. I'm a, well, I have an older sister, so I guess I am. 
in that aspect. I didn't have a brother of my own, but uh, I think uh, now it's safe to say Victor, the guy who played my my brother in the movie, we're all pretty close now. So we kind of have, I kind of gained eight other brothers after making that movie. So and so you do. Obviously, you do stay in touch with Timmy and all. And we, I just saw you on Good. Were you on Good Morning America last year, or when was the twenty fifth anniversary? Was the it twenty fifth anniversary? Was was last year? We celebrated it all summer of last year. We did Good Morning America, Today's Show. Uh, we filmed a documentary that's been playing on the MLB Network. Oh it's my been God. a it's been a wild, wild summer last year, and it's actually already starting for us again this year. We head out to. Uh, Pennsylvania here, I'm sorry, New Jersey in a couple weeks, and then we're going to be in Arizona and Pennsylvania again. And you're doing our podcast, which is huge. <laughs> you know, uh, exactly. That'll be on the list. So you still keep in touch with all these guys. I mean, all your, like you say, your brothers. I mean, you guys are still texting each other. Literally and... every day. We have a giant group chat, and if we're not just messing around being dumb, then, you know, we have to talk business every now and then because people want us to get together and do things, but... Sir, Literally say, every day, one of us says something to each other. Do you say something like, talk to my people uh, about <laughs> scheduling that? or uh, no. no, we're happy we don't have to talk like that. That's a... Uh... Uh, you know, one of the, one of, of the things, you know, one of the things that struck me on these interviews is you guys all seem to be just buddies, which is just so cool, you know, and, uh, it's great. And guys, you know, I still keep in touch with my buddies from, you know, <laughs> yeah, middle exactly. school, you know, we're a pretty simple gender. We are, you know, simple and, what? uh, right? you know, it's, it's, so I saw that, uh, I think it was, was it, I think it was the today show that did a segment on you for the 25th anniversary. And, and my favorite part of that interview was, uh, they asked if you had any great memories from the filming and somebody said that, uh, you all snuck into a movie one day to see basic instinct. <laughs> is that a true that, story? That is actually a true story. There was a, um, they set us up in these apartments, uh, while we lived there for the, uh, month and a half, almost two months while we filmed it. And across the street from there was a shopping center with a you know grocery store and a movie theater. So whenever we had an off day or an off night, we would go across the street and goof off in the shopping center. There's a little arcade. Oh my God. And we went to go see movies and saw a lot of movies. And I believe we bought tickets for Fern Gully. Aha, you and, sneaky and, little and boys. saw something else. Right? <laughs> so you were, what, 10 years old, weren't you? How old were you? I actually turned 10 while filming. Uh, the rest of the boys were no, 11 or 12. Yeah, you're the little brother. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, any other fond memories of the filming? You know, any, uh, again. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of good things happen behind the scenes in the, in the treehouse. Uh, that's kind of where we, we hung out when we weren't, you know, needed at that moment. And we would always mess up the props in there. Like if you, if you remember the treehouse, there's lots of yeah. things in there, baseball cards, toys, and it was always a hot set, you know, so we couldn't touch anything. But uh, we would go in there when we're not needed and just play and touch. And things. they would get furious with us for messing up the hot set. Oh, cause a hot set meaning like if they need to refilm a shot, it had to be exactly the way it was before. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's and that's how some of the in, uh, inconsistencies or incongruities that you see in films uh, where they where they blow them with a b- bunch of kids exactly. Yeah, how do you how do you tell eight, <laughs> ten, eleven, or twelve year olds don't touch these this cool treehouse? You know exactly. So you actually exactly. blew up I mean, the treehouse, right? It's your fault that the treehouse blew up, right? <laughs> Basically, yeah. 
<laughs> so do you have any uh, story? Now, the movie's been out, obviously, for now 26 years. years. Uh, do you have any stories about people recognizing you or, uh, you know, asking you or uh, finding out about who you were and like, oh. Shortly after the movie came out, there was, you know, the initial the buzz about it. And it followed us for maybe a, two or three years. And then the movie kind of died down and, and, you know, we went on with our lives. Some of us did other things. You know, we, we just moved on from that particular movie. Right. And right around the 17th, 18th year, right, coming up on the 20th anniversary, they started putting merchandise in the store. They started putting us on T-shirts, mm. you know, toys, action figures. And I, I remember going to the mall, and it was a year or two before the 20th anniversary. And I was like, what's, what's going on? Like, this is, I, I don't, I don't, what's going on? People start recognizing you. People start saying, look, I know it's almost 20 years ago, but this is my life. Sandlot is, means everything to me and my family. I pass it on to generations. You know, my kids watch it. It's gotten us through hard times. And I was like, you know, myself and I'm sure everyone else were blown away by the love and support that we're getting from this movie almost 20 years ago. And then the 20th anniversary happened, and it was almost unescapable mm-hmm. how much we realized the cultural impact that movie had. Everyone said it's part of Americana. It's just a big deal. And that's when the merchandise really kicked in. And from about that point on to now, we've all been able to, to relive that, you know, that memory and that magic in some capacity with people and fans. And we're able to travel all over the world to this movie, and that's the best gift I could have ever gotten from it for sure. Yeah. It seems like you're very appreciative of it too, which is great. And, uh, it's, it's, it's amazing what that movie's done for me. And it's all because of the people. There's not many movies, if any, that are this celebrated 25 years later. Right. 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 Uh, well, it's, that's it's why we're calling incredible. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we're not calling that just everybody out of the blue. We're calling you. Uh, we just started calling every Shane beginning with the letter A, and now we're down to O, and we're just having to <laughs> what, what run into you. Uh, you're, um, well done. You got me. <laughs> uh, you're, are you, so you're out of the acting biz for the most part right now, right? Um, and most of the um, other about, ones. Are... Yeah, about seven years ago or so, eight years ago, I opened up the restaurant here in, in Central Florida. Okay. And that kind of took me out of the acting gig for a bit. And uh, we're starting to get back into it a little bit. We did the documentary over the summer. There's some opportunities coming up this year that we're, you know, can't really talk about, but we're mm-hmm. in the works that might have to do with the Sandlot and, and things like that. So cool. We're, uh, it's, it's, you're going to see a little bit more of us this year and possibly a lot more of us the next year. Maybe even the end of this year. We'll see how fast things move. But We're going to take a quick break. Okay. And we'll be right back. I'm Howard Sudbury, and I co-host the Back to You podcast with my longtime friend, Steve Basterville. Hey, it's Mark Vernon from the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive. Your Tuesdays just got better. The Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, with Mark Vernon and Lou Costables on the move. New episodes of this great podcast will be released on Tuesdays. And our good friends Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville and their podcast, Back to You, will now be available on Thursdays. So check out Mark and Lou with the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, on Tuesdays. And back to you on Thursdays. Both are a Tony Lasano podcast and Opie Show Productions on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And friends and everyone at Opie Shows want you to make sure to wash your hands 
And if you're still one of those people who don't wash their hands after they use the bathroom, please do that now. That's something you should have been doing anyway. I Cover your mouth when you cough. You can save the world by sitting on your ass at home. You cannot afford to miss this opportunity. You won't get another one. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. Stay home. You will be saving the world. And we're back. What's the name of your restaurant? Do a uh, plug. It's, it's Town Square Pizza Company. Hmm. And it's a little uh, little bar pizza joint right in the middle here. It's pretty good. So New York pizza, Times Square pizza. Exactly. Yeah, my you partner's up from uh, New York, and we opened it up together. And now you know you're talking to, to Chicago people. Yeah, what's wrong and, with Chicago you know, pizza chain? Uh, you got a problem with Chicago pizza? I mean, yeah. come on. It was all good. It was all nice until you flopped out the New York pizza. Now it's getting ugly. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, do you I'll like? I'll change Ch- the name. It's going to be. Uh, <laughs> something else we'll change it michigan avenue pizza there you go well hey (laughs) thanks a lot for spending some time and uh, good luck to you and uh and we'll be looking for these these projects they all sound uh exciting yeah we'll be looking for some free swag (laughs) social media is where everything's at you can check it all out there but uh it's gonna be a wild summer again and i think there's gonna be some announcements that are gonna make some hardcore fans pretty happy well good for you and, thanks uh, thanks a lot and consider us uh, amongst those hardcore fans and have a happy 2019 buddy you too guys thank you so much take care all right buddy bye nice gentleman what a good guy huh uh so you know go to go to florida tampa florida yeah. like you said right yeah tampa florida although i'm not a new york pizza guy i know uh, i know he kind of lost me there but, but at the end and i great news about the sandlot you know, some of the neat things that he's yeah. got going on for fans of the movie. This and and I, I am one of them. Well, that's it for this week's edition of the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. Special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasano with OpiShows.com. Opi is hippo backwards. O-P-P-I-H shows.com. Distributed by Ed Silla from the Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we will be back again next week with another edition of the Minutia Man Celebrity Interview. This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. A doughy looter needs a workout. Social distancing shoes. A Missouri pothead with a great name. My brush with a celebrity. And our interview with New York Times bestseller, Sun-Times columnist. Thinker, Neil Steinberg. <laughs> All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. The Tony Lasano Podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Radiomisfits.com. Podcasting from Chicago, an OPI production for the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Lasano and Friends. When the guests receive a questionnaire, there's a bunch of questions on there. One now has been added this season is... What pronoun would you like to be known as? Totally. I have, like, non-binary friends, and I'll find myself saying the word man, and I'm like, I'm not even using it as, like, a pronoun. Right. It's yeah. just a filler word. Right. And I know that it means so much more to them, so I'm trying to, like, force it out. Right. But it's right. so 
embedded. It's like a pronoun I've yeah. used yeah. since I was a yeah. kid. Yeah. And I still fall back on it, just being like, oh, hey, man, what's going on? You know what I mean? To anybody. Yeah. Woman, man, yeah. trans, anybody. Yeah. And I always feel terrible yeah. about it, no matter who I'm talking to, because it's a stupid thing to say. <laughs> it's like a crutch. I've been like the South thing. And but I mean, the South thing would be better because you can just say y'all, and then you're done. <laughs> that covers everybody. No, that's, I just use y'all. Maybe the South is more progressive than we yeah. are, and we <laughs> need to give them more sure. credit than they sure. get. Y'all is the best gender neutral pronoun. <laughs> it really is. It hits the singular, yep. it hits the plural, plural yep. it yeah. hits everybody. Yep. And it's got a little bit of character, too, because it's like, howdy, y'all. How you doing? Yeah. It's bipartisan. We're yeah. across the yeah. aisle. We have solved sexism <laughs> in this it. country. Now racisms. Maybe not the word y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to tell a friend about Lasano and Friends, which is available online at radiomisfits.com. Follow Lasano Friends on Twitter. Radiomisfits.com